Talent Talk Tuesdays is all about harnessing your God-given talents to live with greater clarity, purpose, and joy. You are wonderfully made, my friends. May all we do be for God's glory. Hello and welcome. This is Talent Talk Tuesdays, and I'm your host, Lisa Maladnik. Uh, Today's episode is the second installment in my new five-part series on purposeful self-care. These are a little bit longer than my usual podcasts. Last week in episode 22, I took about 20 minutes to introduce the thinking behind this series. Now, I usually don't do much more than 10, sometimes 15. So these will be a little bit longer. They're more in-depth. So if you missed that, just remember that purposeful self-care is selfless. <laughs> it's got to be founded in virtue to draw us closer to God. So let's dive in. Today we're looking at self-care for those of you with talents in the relationship building domain. Remember that we're all a combination of all four domains to some degree. Right up at the top we tend to have our most dominant ones, okay? So listen closely, you'll probably hear some aspect of yourself in this regardless of where you're strongest. Okay, so we're the relationship building domain and to review the basic needs of people talented in relationship building, go back and listen to episode 18. I focused specifically on the needs there. That'll set you up very nicely for discerning and planning for your own healthy and holy care of self. As the unique and unrepeatable human being you are, keep that in mind. Your self-care isn't going to be exactly like anyone else's because living physically and spiritually in your divinely created human nature has many levels to it. And I'll repeat this with every episode in this series because it's critical to understand, but the Catechism of the Catholic Church tells us in paragraph 365 that we are a unity of body and soul. I'm going to quote it, this section in full, just in this first episode, okay? Maybe again at the end. Okay, the unity of soul and body is so profound that one has to consider the soul to be the form of the body. Go back and find paragraph 365 to contemplate that for a bit, because I'm going to keep going, but it's so deep. For example, says the Catechism, it is because of its spiritual soul that the body made of matter becomes a living human body. Spirit and matter in man are not two natures united, but rather their union forms a single nature. End quote. Again, very rich. Not two separate natures that have been united, spirit and body. It's all you. Your spirit, your body together are you. Okay? Do you hear that? Their union forms a single nature. So that means that caring for our souls and caring for our bodies honors God's design. So before we go on to today's domain, which is again relationship building, I'd like to remind everyone that no one is talented in just one domain. We're all a mix. So it really behooves you to consider all the domains I'm going to go through this month that are expressed in your top five talents at least. Okay, so if you've done your Clifton Strengths, you'll be able to look and see which of these domains is in your top five, top ten, even more so. Okay, so if any of this sounds like someone you love even, someone you know, please take notes for them. You'll be able to step into their world and help them to be truly happy and healthy too. Okay, so back to relationship building. This domain is primarily about, you guessed it, relationships. (laughs) So remember from episode 18 that this domain tends to be highly intuitive, sensitive, needs time alone, but loves to go deep 
into a few core relationships. This domain loves to be on a team to get things done together. Okay, so they're highly relational, but they also need that quiet time. They're often introverts. Um, okay, so let's look at scripture for a few insights on how God sees this collection of talents that he has purposed for his glory and your joy. Rom Romans 12:10 says, love one another with mutual affection, anticipate one another in showing honor. Hmm. Think, think about that for just a moment longer. Love one another with mutual affection, anticipate one another in showing honor. Okay, so there's this eagerness and wholeheartedness to how we are to relate to each other. Here's a little jewel from the Old Testament. This is from Exodus 33, verse 11. Love this. The Lord would speak to Moses face to face. Sorry, I can't talk today. The Lord would speak to Moses face to face as one speaks to a friend. Wow. Moses and God talking like friends. And here's another New Testament uh, verse from the Gospel of Mark. That's, this is chapter 12, verse 33. And to love him with all the heart and with all the understanding, with all the strength, and to love one's neighbor as oneself is much more than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. Okay? So that love, that relational love. This gift of friendship and love is at the core of our relationship with both God and neighbor. So with these thoughts in mind, I'm going to make some suggestions for purposeful self-care in the relationship domain in several categories. Okay, so we're in relationship building, but here's six categories we're going to go over. The spiritual life, okay, self-care in your spiritual life, in your relationships, in rest, in diet, exercise, and play. <laughs> But you didn't see that coming. And I encourage you, please take notes. Be attentive to images, words, and ideas that come to you as you're listening to what I have to say. Because the Holy Spirit is always at work in us because of our baptism. And then again, for those of us who are also confirmed that completion of those gifts, he's there, he's working. But we may not be always noticing what he's saying. So do tune in, say a little prayer, and listen as I'm sharing my ideas and notice where God is leading you to draw closer to him in purposeful self-care. You will probably spark some connections with some things that I share, but will also bring to mind new ideas as you listen. So definitely take notes. Okay, so let's start with some suggestions for relationship building self-care in the spiritual life. And these are just things that I looked at my clients and what I know from my Gallup training and have studied these for a few years now in, in depth, what kinds of things are refreshing in these parts of life for these talent themes. Okay, so relationship building, spiritual life. Number one, find or create a contemplative space for your prayer time to allow your intuitive and imaginative soul a private and comforting place to commune with the Lord. Hear that prioritizing of the relationship, private and comforting, place to commune. Number two, be aware of resting in the loving presence of God in quiet time alone, but also throughout the day. Remember that relationship continues. God is faithful. Number three, consider working with a spiritual director one-to-one. -one. That one-on-one -on -one relationship building is really good in those blue categories, that relationship domain. Okay, that's going to be a place of real depth for you. 
Number four, study the lives of the saints to appreciate their unique human qualities and their special relationships with God. Just like there's no two soul alike, there's no two relationship with God that's exactly alike. Neat to look at the saints. Gives us a lot of freedom too, in a way. Okay, number five, get a few friends together to start a small Bible study, rosary group, or other relational faith opportunity. Share the faith. That's, we're meant to do that. Okay, so we've looked at spiritual life. Let's look at actual relationship building and purposeful self-care. Okay, number one, pick a saint to walk with for a period of time, like religious orders sometimes do. Um, say you picked St. Augustine and you wanted to walk with him for a month or a year. You'd, you'd say, um, teach me what you know, St. Augustine, and you would learn what you could about him and pray to him. And, and he would be praying for you as well. So pick a saint to walk with. Number two, make sure you spend one-on-one -on -one time with the people who matter most to you. Whether they're far away or near, work it out. Spend time with them one-on-one. -on -one. This will boost your energy and motivation. You're not meant to be isolated, even though you enjoy time alone. Okay, number three, limit time with people who are overly negative. This can be very burdensome for relationship building people. If you can, we can't avoid them altogether. Some of them are people we love, but they can be very draining for us. So just be aware of that. We're not rejecting them. We're not failing to love people that are hard to love. We're just noticing that sometimes I've got to budget our strengths with people like that, okay? And uh, remember that God loves them too. You don't have to do everything that they need. Uh, number four, Harness your powerful radar to sense other people's emotional boundaries and adapt to them. Since you are gifted at going deep and you can do so very rapidly, but not everyone else is. So that if you're ready to dive in and go deep with someone, they might feel a little bit like you're, you're in their space too quickly. So use that real sensitive, uh, intuitive radar of yours. You've got it to sense those boundaries and really adapt. We wanna be considerate, okay? That'll strengthen your relationships. Number five, take the risk of gradually going deeper with the people you are cultivating over time inside your inner circle of trusted friends, colleagues, family, okay? So take that risk. When you, you've been cultivating them for a while, these are people you know well enough, don't be afraid to go a little deeper. You're talented there. Number six, cultivate a promising acquaintance in gradual steps there's no rush trust your gut to guide you to authentic hearts you've got great radar for authenticity and honesty and give the other person time to catch up they might not be as talented as, at relationships as you are but to also catch up in just feeling safe um, to express the relationship potential that you already sensed instinctively okay give them time be patient number seven practice asking for what you need this is hard for relationship building people sometimes because they're so other oriented. Okay, so ask for what you need, including a chance to just vent your feelings from time to time while someone else just listens. Okay, not only is this a need, but this will help reboot. You'll feel more kind of centered. That's kind of a modern word, but you'll feel more like yourself, comfortable in your own skin. If somebody will just let you vent that out from time to time because people don't know what you need. A lot of people don't have the same kind of radar that you do for other people's needs. So you have to let them know, and it does them good to put the shoe on the other foot and serve you in some of the ways that you naturally and faithfully serve others. But if you're never asking for what you need, you're gonna burn out. And you might start resenting people wrongly just because you're not standing up for your own needs. 
And this is not selfish. This is putting your own mask on so that you can serve, okay? All right, number eight, and I mean air mask, oxygen mask in, in the airlines. <laughs> okay, number eight, volunteer to help out a cause that is meaningful to you, to discover like-minded friends and enjoy the teamwork you love. Okay, so not only are you gonna cultivate people that you know really well, but find out where there are causes that you can join hands together with other people who care about what you care about. That's gonna be so gratifying, okay? All right, let's look at rest. Number one, calm your spirit at night by sharing your feelings and the details of your day with someone you trust or journal them out before bed. Okay, there's just that sense of downloading because you're going to accumulate a lot of feelings, other people's feelings, human experiences throughout the day. Your spirit will be calmed if you can download that before you go to sleep. Okay, number two, thank God for three things every day. That's good for your relationship with God, it's good for your brain, it's good for your health. So expressing gratitude and preferably share them with someone else who will do the same. I'll sometimes do this with my husband. Let's each name three things that we're thankful for. It's a really nice conversation. And practicing gratitude together is not only healthy for your brain and your body, but you're passing that, that blessing on to someone else. And it's remarkably stress relieving. Okay, don't talk about the news before you go to sleep. Talk about what you're grateful for, all right? Number three, make a note in your planner to reach out to someone tomorrow, the next day, just to see how they're doing. Tend those little relationship threads. And before you go to sleep, knowing you're gonna reach out to them the next day, say a prayer for them. Spend a little time lifting them up to God. All right, let's look at diet. Number one, set a regular day and time to prepare a healthy meal with a friend or loved one. Do it together and enjoy the goodness of it together. That relational bond will help you to just really be more intentional about what you eat. It'll, it'll be a touchstone in your life. If it's a regular day and time and you're looking forward to it, in a subtle way, it's accountability for you to be eating healthy, okay? All right, number two, join a wellness or weight loss group for the uplift that community gives you, preferably in person. A lot of things can be done and done well on Zoom, that's fine. Um, but if you can do something in person, so much the better. All right, number three, teach someone else what you're learning about nutrition, food preparation, or weight management. You will enjoy uplifting them. Relational people are highly other-oriented, so what you're learning, share it. Okay, number four, call out the successes that you see in others who share similar goals. Encouraging them will energize you. Do you see how this is other-oriented, selfless self-care? You're looking at what your natural gifts are and what you need. Uh, find these ways to, to do the healthy and holy and wholesome thing that will bless you too. Okay, let's look at exercise. Number one, find an accountability partner and help keep each other motivated. That relational power is going to help a lot. It's very hard for highly relational people to stay motivated when they're not with people very much. If they get isolated, they get very drained. Okay, so Find someone that will do it with you. Okay, number two, get together with friends to split the cost of a private fitness trainer. You know, lots of young moms who do something like this. Some, the trainer comes to her home and she invites a bunch of friends in and they split the cost and they have a ball and then they sit and have tea together and laugh and have a wonderful time. Okay, that's a possibility. It doesn't have to be super expensive. Okay, number three, Enlist a close friend or friends to start regular walking, hiking, or cycling together. I've known people who have been joined hiking clubs, things like that. And boy, what a joy it is. 
you know, just to be out in the fresh air together. Okay, number four, consider teaching or coaching others as you get the joy of passing on your wisdom about health, exercise, any of these things, and seeing others flourish. Remember that because you're other-oriented, I know I said something very similar to this just moments ago, but think always in terms of how you can be strengthening yourself through service as well, okay? All right, and finally, the category that is so neglected for most Americans anyway, play. We might call it recreation, but I like the word play because it really challenges us to think, oof, when was the last time I really felt like I was playing? When I was that lighthearted, that free. Okay, so number one for relationship building domain is spend quality time talking deeply with a close friend to get re-energized. That is like play for relationship building people. Deep intimate conversation with a trusted friend. Number two, create special alone time to, to recharge your batteries and set a joyful tone by starting off by giving thanks and praise to God. You know, I, I know people who love to listen to praise and worship music when they're alone. I know people who love to, um, you know, take long walks alone and just pray or listen to the divine office on their app or whatever that might be. Those are things I love to do too. Um, but it's okay to just take some alone time. That's how you're built. And so God made you, God loves you, God wants you to be recharged. So take that time. All right, number three, choose a close friend or loved one and read an intriguing book at the same time. If it's your spouse, you can be reading to each other. We do that here in our house and we love it. Or you can watch a classic movie together. And then whatever it is, pick something that you're both interested in. It can be a mystery, it can be something about history, a biography, it doesn't matter what it is, an intriguing book that you're both interested in so that you can both enjoy it together and go deep talking about it. See that going deep thing with the relationship things. That's really energizing for you, okay? Number four, take a long walk in nature with one friend or a small group and let the outdoors and togetherness refresh everyone. Mm, yeah, that togetherness. Think about doing things together. Number five, book an escape room and invite a small group of friends to come and help you solve it. Um, that's also good for people in the executing theme because they're big problem solvers. But for the relationship building, just being together, just working together is going to be so much fun. All right, we have escape rooms here on Long Island. I don't know if you have them, but sounds cool. All right, number six, cultivate your inner circle by rotating each other's dearest hobbies and sharing in each other's joy. One night you might sing karaoke because someone in your friend group is a really good singer. Maybe you're not, but you do it anyway because it's fun for them. And another night, maybe you're doing jigsaw puzzles or cooking together or something. Just find out what each other really loves that maybe people don't get enough chance to do together and have some fun. All right, so those are some suggestions for purposeful self-care for those of you talented in relationship building. But remember to, any notes that you're taking, anything that's coming to mind for you, jot those down. Because really, and pray with them, because you can get a lot more out of life when you're giving more and feeling a whole lot happier, okay? So do reach out if you have any questions. Um, and I'd like to end as we began in the Word of God. This is John 15, verses 12 to 15, Jesus says, This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Amen. All right, so friendship, relationship, so powerful, so blessed by God.
All right, see you next week when I'll take you through this exact same process and progression with the next domain. It will be strategic thinking next. And remember, my friend, you are wonderfully made by a good and loving and faithful God. Thanks for listening and God bless you. Please pray for me. I am sure praying for you. Bye now.